Hi, I'm Laura Flanders of The Laura Flanders Show. Watch every week on Free Speech TV, Link TV, YouTube, or if you're in New York, CUNY TV. Prefer to listen? Subscribe to the free podcast at lauraflanders.org. I end every week with a commentary. I call it the F word. Here's this week. It is the essence of American liberalism to trash radical dreams and then dance on them. And that is just what the New York Times did the day after Bernie Sanders bowed out of the Democratic race for the nomination. In a special editorial that day, the editors of the very same paper that disparaged Sanders' every move opined that America is divided and our democracy corrupt and launched a series promising to report on just the sort of transformative policies Sanders actually advocated. A great divide separates affluent Americans who fully enjoy the benefits of life in the wealthiest nation on earth from the growing portion of the population whose lives lack stability or any real prospect of betterment, they write. In the Times's world, it's apparently okay to bemoan a society and an economy that privilege the rich over the poor, but it's unacceptable to run for the presidency on a promise to actually reverse those priorities. The United States has a chance to emerge from this latest crisis as a stronger nation, more just, more free, and more resilient. We must seize the opportunity, write the editors. The words look pretty on the page, snug in among the Tiffany ads, but when a campaign seeks to seize not just opportunity but power and spread it around, the same paper's reporters and headline writers called that campaign and the candidate leading it threatening, menacing, and unelectable. The wealthy are particularly successful in blocking changes they don't like, the Times writes now, as if their own paper had played no role in that. On the eve of the decisive March 10th Midwest primaries, the week before which Sanders was leading in the polls, columnist Thomas Friedman red-baited Bernie for the umpteenth time deliberately distorting democratic socialism as Stalinism and accusing Sanders of demonizing the engines of capitalism and job creators. The truth is, the New York Times, the paper of record of U.S. liberalism, likes the progressive pose with gravitas, they write now, that out of the coronavirus, quote, there's a chance to build a better America. But it didn't take a pandemic to wake 13 million Americans to that chance in 2016 and to vote for it, or 2.1 million to contribute to that effort in this race. Those millions didn't need all this new unnecessary death to hear the death knell sounding for status quo America. What they needed was a fairer chance in the establishment media. You can find out about the mutual aid technique that's been transforming justice while distancing from the penal system this week on The Laura Flanders Show, a TV and radio program available free at lauraflanders.org. And thank you.